Hello, friends and partners. Thank you so much for joining us for today's message. The Lord put on my heart to share and talk about depression. Uh, if, you, if you've ever struggled with depression, you're not alone. Uh, it seems as if everyone I seem to come in contact with at some point in time in their life, um, they've gone through some sort of depression. So it's just not for the Christians or the non-Christians. It's people across the world, and, and we need to be set free from that in Jesus' name. One of the happiest men in the world, Robin Williams, suffered with depression, and no one even knew. Now, I used to watch Robin Williams when I was younger, and, and uh, you know, he had that show, Mark and Mindy, and, and it was just really wild. I've, I've seen some of his other TV shows and movies as well, and I was so surprised that, you know, he was depressed, and, and, and then Robin and ultimately uh, took his, uh, his own life because nobody knew about his condition. He disguised it, and we need to make sure that we aren't disguising uh, what's going bad in our lives um, to our, our friends and our family members, because sometimes we hide those from them, especially our spouses. Well, millions of people struggle with depression, anxiety, and sadness with no real hope of what the world has to offer us. It's a very real condition, and the Bible has many examples of it. Depression was real in biblical times, and many of the mo- our most well-known people in the Bible experienced it. They did. Moses did. He experienced depression. David, uh, John the Baptist, and even the most prolific writer of the Bible, Paul did. Now, it's, uh, it's perhaps as much a common disorder as it is today, and causes of and reasons for it are not the summer of those of today. And, it, it, and it's still part of the human condition. And Christians and non-Christians alike, all over the world, they struggle with it. Now, the world, they have several secular methods to offer temporary help for depression, uh, such as uh, medication, um, talking about it with a psychiatrist, or uh, some of the Western healing practices that people offer. Now, the church offers us to talk about it with a Christian psychiatrist, uh, counseling with a pastor, healing ministries like Sozo and Cleansing Stream. And of course, we've all heard that we need to read our Bible more, pray and listen to Christian music. Now, all of these are helpful. However, without getting to the root of your depression, all you do is just put a, a small Band-Aid on it and think that things are going to get better. Uh, it's like having a big giant uh, hole uh, uh, in the ground, and we're going to call that hole a pothole where you drive. And uh, there's one that's close to us. Uh, they, uh, it was so bad, you know. You would you would uh, get to the stop sign, and it would jerk your body so bad. It was so deep, and and you would end up sometimes. I hurt my back a couple of times going over that bump. Well, it seems as if uh, a lot of us we 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 say that we have depression. And then we, we do these little band-aid, little small things to try to heal it. And it's kind of like that big, giant, uh, that big giant pothole. It's like as if you threw, you know, a couple pieces of, uh, of soil on there, you know, some gravel or something. And you think, this is going to be great. But what, what truly has happened is that whole, the hole's still there. The pothole's still there. The, the, the depression is still there. And so what we've done is we've tried to drive around that depression, drive around that pothole so we don't notice it. But you see, what, what happens is, is that it, it's still there and it's never been healed. And only, 
only Jesus can heal your depression at its root through inner healing and, and deliverance. Only Jesus can heal it. Absolutely, positively take it away forever. Now, my depression, it used to take a hold of me. And some days, it would just render me completely paralyzed. It was, it was a hard thing to go through. I struggled to function like a human. And I would find myself uh, lying in bed, not eating or doing anything at all. And this would then spin, send me spiraling even more with elevated emotions, such as, you know, maybe it was fear, anxiety, or anger. And, you know, and, and, and some of it, I, I would feel embarrassed because I'm, I, I had this depression. And, and there would be some sort of worthlessness coming. And it would just seem like the more I would just spiral into my depression. And it usually took uh, my wife or, or my, uh, a good friend or something to snap me out of it. So I can move on. And that only happened for a little while because it would come back again. It always did. In 2 Timothy 1, 7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. You know, depression comes in many forms, as it did with one of my writers um, who shared with me uh, his story of depression. His son attempted suicide about a year ago due to an embedded trauma from his parents' divorce. Now, he didn't realize that the, the divorce and his son's actions would send him spiraling down into his own depression. And he said to me, I never saw depression coming. I hid it and even denied it. But it was depression. I was depressed. Sometimes I would slip into a, like a coma-like state. And, and, and awake, but not and sort of busy, but not functioning on all cylinders. And on other occasions, I wouldn't eat. I, I wouldn't leave my house um, for days, and I would have my own pity party. It was a terrible thing. And when it's at its worst, it digs its own hole deeper and deeper. And my heart went out to him as he shared this with me. See, inner healing is just one of the many reasons why Christ died for us on the cross. He wants to heal our deepest hurts and wounds. And that's where inner healing truly comes in. See, the Bible has made it very clear to us that depression has a, a spirit of heaviness associated with it. And the roots of depression are caused by trauma or abuse from some time in our past. Now, the trauma can be from any age, and it's usually associated with like a, a car accidents, falling and hurting yourself, a physical, verbal, or sexual abuse, a physical pain, any physical pain, or any emotional pain that was just too much for us to handle or to cope with at the moment. Now, believe it or not, your depression may be caused by a traumatic moment from your childhood, combined with newer soul wounds from a friend or family member. Now, these soul wounds don't have time limits on them, and they can be triggered oh, anytime, anytime, easily, by people not meaning to hurt or trigger you at all. So, we've all seen this happen, where we've seen someone go from, you know, a talking normal, here he is at zero, and then all of a sudden they go to a 10. Well, they might even be at 100, and, and all of a sudden they blow up on you. Or maybe you've blown up on somebody. 
No, that's a, a, a great sign. You can see that, um, that they need some inner healing and deliverance because uh, you just don't explode like that. So what that is, it's an emotion that's been attached to um, a wound that happened to them as uh, any time in their life. It could be ch- as a child, a teenager, as an adult. And that wound stands up, stands up to protect um, that, that, that feeling that they have. And so uh, th- that's what happens. And so they, they then go to from uh, zero to 10 with overreacting and, and having some elevated emotions. And, and so we've all done it. And, and the only way to heal it is through Jesus. In Psalms 34, 18, it says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. And the way that we've dealt with, these, with this trauma um, is to disassociate from it. We disassociate by not remembering our past hurts. Now, well, we're not doing this on purpose. This is happening because this is how God made us. God made us so in his image after his likeness. And then when we've gotten hurt because uh, we haven't gotten healed from it, when we've gotten hurt, the Holy Spirit comes and, and, and he allows us to disassociate from that hurt and pain so we can move on with life and be normal, somewhat normal. But we can get married, we can have kids, we can work jobs and have friends. And, and so what happens is well, at some point in time, someone triggers that, that hurt that happened when you were younger uh, or as an adult. And then you go from that zero to 10 because of that, that, that pain that you've hurt. And, but you don't remember always where it came from because we've disassociated. So that emotion comes up as a way to protect you. Uh, from from being hurt again. Now, these past hurts are caused at any age, like I said, by friends or family members. And since these past hurts, uh, their their soul wounds haven't been healed by Jesus, they've opened a doorway. They've given the enemy a legal right to come and torment those past hurts and pains, that trauma that happened uh, when you were younger. And so here, here's the enemy. Uh, here's the enemy here. And right here, let's call this depression. And so maybe uh, it was at, at the age of 13 that your father said that, that uh, he didn't like the way you looked and, and maybe he, he told you to go change your clothes and uh, said that you were fat and you weren't beautiful. He said something that wasn't nice, that, that really affected you. And so uh, with that, uh, the enemy then, uh, he said he's, he's an opportunity to take that hurt that you had, that hurt and pain from what your father said at 13 years old going back and him yelling at you and calling you all sorts of, uh, of names and not making you feel good. So you cried and cried and cried and cried and cried, and then you came out of it. You disassociated from it. You don't think about it. And now it's brought back up again. And the enemy, he comes and he, he attacks that wound. So he, he brings back remembrance to you of something that, 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 that incident and other incidents as, as well. And they're just as real as if it happened that day. Oh, in, in, like it was like it was like just 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 in a glimpse it was it was there. You remember it. See, the enemy torments us in uh, our minds uh, through these past soul wounds, and it can it, it can affect us with with thoughts of hopelessness, uh, of pain, uh, of, of of blocking us from moving forward. It's uh, actually there's someone watching right now that it's hindered your marriage, and your marriage is on the rocks because of your depression and how you've treated your spouse. 
and, and your spouse loves you with all of their heart, but uh, they can only go through so much pain and, and, and being treated a certain way. And so this is your opportunity for God to come and heal your depression right at its root and for him to take it away completely. And when he does, you're set free completely from that in Jesus' name. Now, these pastoral wounds can also affect our bodies with sickness and pain and undiagnosed medical conditions. I'm, I'm hearing from the Lord that there's an individual that you're watching and uh, you've, you've gotten to the doctor um, and you had pain on your left side of, of your ribs. And so when you went to the doctor, the pain moved and it moved over to your left, to, to your right side and, and it and went to your leg, your hip area. And, and so you felt really weird sharing that with the doctor. But that's a condition of, of an infirmity that has been set into place from a soul wound uh, from your depression. And once that soul wound is healed, once that, that the original root of that pain is healed in Jesus' name, hallelujah, this is a word for you, that, that pain that's been uh, undiagnosed by the doctors that keeps moving around your body is going to be healed in Jesus' name because of the original hurt being healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So inner healing is part of Christ's redemptive work on Calvary. And it's been given to us freely through prayer and knowledge of the Word of God. Our Savior, Jesus Christ, what he does is he, he, he mediates. He mediates because he's the mediator between God and man. Jesus mediates on, oh, hallelujah, on our behalf and intercedes on our behalf to the Heavenly Father to heal us of these wounds so we can be set free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To heal the deepest wounds to our soul. And in our healing, it just gets to that deepest root, the deepest root from that pain. And heals it, and heals it. Hallelujah. In Psalms uh, 147.3, it says that he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Now, identifying uh, a soul wound, your soul wounds as a Christian, will help you walk in victory over every situation and circumstance. Now, once you've gone through uh, your own inner healing session here with me, um, then I will teach you how to heal... uh, other past soul wounds that, that, that we, we didn't touch or, or, or work on, and then also have it available for you to heal in Jesus' name your future soul wounds so you aren't continuing having to come back to me for these inner healing sessions. I'm going to give you the tools to allow you to be able to, to get it done and so you can be set free for the rest of your life. In Psalms 34.22, it says, The Lord will rescue his servants, and no one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. So, by performing self-inner healing, again, first you have to go through, uh, you, you have to go through uh, an inner healing session before you, you try to do self-inner healing because it's not going to work for you. You'll understand once you go through it. Uh, but performing self-inner healing on yourself, uh, you'll begin to recognize the key emotions that have held you captive in the past that have given the enemy a legal right to torment your mind and your body and your soul. You'll learn to come before the Lord, take authority of those past and future soul wounds, and not only be healed from them, but be set free forever. 
permanently in Jesus' name. Now, after I went through my own inner healing and deliverance uh, back in 2009, I was taught on how to do self-inner healing for myself as well. Once I was done, he taught me as well. And I was like, wow, this is something else. Everyone needs to have this done. Everyone does in Jesus' name. And this is where I began to recognize when the enemy would attack me. And rather than just accepting what he's, he's, he's attacking me with, uh, it could be depression, it, it, it could be anxiety, it could be sickness. Whenever, I, whenever that comes against me, whenever I feel down or, or depressed or any kind of uh, thing that, that is not of God, the Holy Spirit, he'll start to reveal to me. Oh, hallelujah. He says he'll, he'll show you things to come. He will lead and guide you into all truth. So when I felt down and depressed, the Holy Spirit would reveal to me the triggered emotion associated with me feeling down or me feeling sick or me feeling anxious. And I would take care of it that moment and have Jesus come heal the wound. He'd come and just take it away in Jesus' name. See, inner healing is made possible because Jesus heals at the root of this depression. And, and his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And through Christ, all things are possible. Oh, hallelujah. All things are possible. Now, when I start to feel the onset of attack coming against me, against my mind, my, my body, or my soul, I then am able to deal with it and take care of it right away. Now, I know in today's world, that's not always an option uh, because you have people sitting next to you. You're at work. you got family around you uh, because of the busyness of life. Now, when I don't have time to take care of that issue in the moment, I'll write it down and I'll jot it, what's going on, and then I'll save it for later. Then, when I have a, 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 a spare moment, the moment I'm alone, I, I get right on it and have Jesus come and heal those wounds and take them completely away. Hallelujah. It feels great to know that who you are in Christ and that how you can be healed from everything in Jesus' name. Once you know your authority in Christ, you will be armed that much more to deflect those kinds of attacks. And you can start the process of inner healing in your life. Hallelujah. And uh, Luke 4.18, Jesus shares with us that he says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free the oppressed. Now, Jesus sent that to us. He sent his word, and then he, he said for us to, to follow his commandments. And part of those commandments is obviously preaching the gospel. It's also healing the brokenhearted. That's what we're doing here, healing the brokenhearted. Also, uh, to, to set free those that are oppressed. That's the other one. That's where deliverance comes in, the oppression that the enemy has thrown at you. And so our ministry here is to heal you from all of those. And inner healing is one of the most vital uh, and important areas of any deliverance ministry that we cannot overlook. Now, while it's important for us to cast out demons, it's just as important if not even more important, to minister to those emotional wounds that have caused the effect of us feeling the elevated emotions of, of uh, anxiety and, and depression 
and, 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 and worthlessness. Emotional wounds are one of the most common reasons that deliverances can fail or a demon seems to keep coming back and regaining inhabitation within the person. The reason is, is that they weren't healed from their past soul wounds. Someone tried to cast a demon off of somebody, but they still have a legal right unless that, that wound is healed in Jesus' name. That wound inside your heart that, 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 uh, that has caused this depression, maybe that wound was when you were 13 years old and, and, and your father said that to you. You know, maybe it was something else in your past. Maybe it was a spouse. Maybe it was one of your kids. Maybe it was one of your best friends. Maybe it was a friend that's now an enemy that's caused this. And as I'm saying this, the Lord is revealing to people where um, their depression is being rooted from. Hallelujah. And, and so now, now that you're, you, the Lord is revealing this stuff to you, uh, then now you know that you need to get healed. And you watch this, and, and the Lord's working on your heart. So, so send in, uh, co contact us, so we can get this started. You can start the process for inner healing to start working in your life. Inner healing and deliverance um, can, can, can heal you from your depression. And it gets to the root. That's why. It gets to the root of that disassociative part of, of your wounded soul, and then Jesus heals it permanently in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you or someone that you know is going through depression, fear, anxiety, or any other elevated emotion um, and would like a free consultation to begin the process to set you free, please, please, please contact us and send us a message and set up a time for us to do um, a free consultation for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow, what a powerful word, Lord. What a powerful word on how for us to be set free from depression. Let's pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you today, Lord. Lord, we ask the Holy Spirit just to just to go and minister. Minister, start working on people's hearts as they're watching this. Lord, Lord, just minister to them. Lord, revealing to them that they need to be healed from these things, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for your word and, and sending your son, Father God, to die for us on the cross so that we can be set free from our past hurts and pains and traumatic moments in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, oh what a wow. wow, what a powerful word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And some words of knowledge in there for somebody. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, if you have any prayer requests for yourself, for your friends, or your family members, please send us a message here, and we'll come in agreement with you according to Matthew 18 and 19. That says that if two of us come in agreement asking for anything, it will be done for us by our Father who is in heaven. Also, it's scriptural for us to pray for each other. In Ephesians 6, 18, uh, I'll paraphrase it for you. It says to always keep uh, praying uh, and with all prayers and supplication and to keep praying for the Lord's people. And that's what we're doing here. We're coming in agreement with you and praying and lifting you up. Now, you don't have to be a Christian to send in your prayer request either. The Lord is not respect of persons. So send in your prayer request, Christian or non-Christian. We'll still come in agreement with you. Now, I'll pray with you when I first see it. Uh, along with my wife, Sarah, and then corporately on Tuesdays, Pacific Standard Time at 5 o'clock, we have a prophetic prayer for our friends and partners worldwide where you've sent in your prayer request. And corporately here, 
we, even though we don't say all the prayer requests and, and everyone's name and stuff, but we ask you to come in agreement with us for uh, people's prayer requests. And this is where you come in agreement with me. And it says one will put a, a, a thousand flight, two will put ten thousand a flight. And, and then two or three are gathering in his name. His presence is there. The Lord's going to be there and he's going to provide for you in Jesus' name. And, and he's going to come through for your prayer request and for your miracle. Now, also, there's going to be some prophetic words, too, um, as you're there uh, for the prophetic prayer for our friends and partners. And the Lord's going to have some uh, encouraging words. He's also going to heal finances, heal relationships, and he's going to heal your body in Jesus' name. Come expecting to receive, and you'll see God come through for you time and time again. Well, thank you so much for watching us today. I hope the Lord blesses you and keeps you in Jesus' name.